Welcome to this podcast 18 of the Truth Codes Bridge series. These podcasts are designed to help you navigate beyond the old earth matrix and beyond phase one and enter fully in phase two of the full ascension to evolution process. This process, of course, is now fully underway for a large proportion of those who have incarnated into humanity in order to move them physically into a new way of living and being. For many, the even the idea of this being a physical evolution is so far out with their comfort zone, so far beyond where their human logical mind will allow them to walk, that they simply close it down. Many who are now understanding the spiritual evolution that has begun will also shut this down because it feels safer to keep this on the spiritual plane, almost like you're hiding from the rest of humanity. And in some aspects, that's exactly what we've been doing. We've worked on a level where humans in general do not see where we walk. Unfortunately, this has now become almost like a reinforced fortress for many people who began their awakening process, for want of a better word, many, many years ago, if not decades ago. Now, we are not here in order to remain hidden in inverted commas. And if this brings up any fear at all in you, then I would guide you to continue listening to the podcast, continue going into your heart space and to remove the layers, and I underline that quite strongly, the layers of fear that are still within you. Because what is the point of incarnating into a race if you're not going to help them achieve that which they are permitted to do, but which rely on those who are incarnated here stepping up to the plate, as it were. Now, you may be wondering at my words there and thinking, well, hold on, there's one of me and there's seven billion of humans. And that in itself is a false context and a false conclusion. You may look out onto the world in general and see human physical vehicles, but that does not mean that the spirit or the entities that inhabit said vehicles are entirely human. The human population of the dimensional space referenced as Earth is actually quite small compared to the amount that it should be. And this is what happens at the end of a harvesting cycle. Now, in a previous podcast, I did mention this about the harvesting cycles. That was back in podcast 17. Now, in that podcast, I briefly touched upon the incarnation cycles and the harvesting cycles that happen with the dimensional space referenced as Earth. Now, these cycles are longer than the human average lifespan, deliberately so, because while we look at humanity as a race and we only look at generational patterns, we miss the entire picture. For those who created this version of the human race, it was decided that these cycles would be long enough that they remain hidden. So we work with the 
roundabout figure of approximately 2,000 years as a complete cycle. But that's a cycle within a bigger context. So take this further out. So say you have three cycles of 2,000 years, you're going to harvest between cycle one and cycle two, and then you're going to harvest between cycle two and cycle three. We are here to prevent the harvesting that happens between cycle three and what would have been cycle four. Cycle four will never happen. Now, how can you possibly know that is probably what's going through your human logical mind. You've taken human form. How on earth can you know that a fourth cycle will not happen? Well, the reason that I know a fourth cycle cannot happen is that we are here. Just at a deep level, you also know that we are here. In order to move a race into an evolution process, they have to go beyond the point at which they are prevented from having their evolution process kick-started. And that is the time that we are in at this time. Now, I used the word time there twice, which may have confused the human logical mind because I'm using it in a context that it is not accepted at a rational human level. We are here. We are here because wider creation sent us here. We are here because wider creation and truth supports the evolution start of this race. Now, this is a race that have been kept very isolated. They have been kept very subdued. And they have been kept within a dimensional space that cuts off everything from them. Now, to gain an insight into this, we have to go through our human heart space and connect back to source. The information that we are looking for will not be found within the dimensional space referenced as Earth. If you want to contain something, right, we'll use an example to help at this time. So say you want to contain a mouse. So first of all you would take the mouse and you would give the mouse a home and then you would furnish the house with a home so that it has everything that it needs. But the needs of the mouse are dependent upon the person who's keeping said mouse. So you as the owner of this mouse make the decisions of what you want in the home for the house, how the house, how the mouse is going to eat, at what times the mouse is going to sleep, and at what temperature the mouse is kept up. Because the mouse is separate from all the other mice around it. There's one mouse in its little house, and you are the owner. But that's not all there is. Because if we widen the picture, there's you, the owner. So you don't live in the house with this little mouse. You have your own space in which you move about in. How much of that does the mouse ever see? The mouse will only ever see as far as its eyes can. So say you have the, the mouse in its little house and you have it in the far corner of a room. 
Now the room has no windows. The room is square and the mouse is in the bottom left hand corner. Now if you were to move the mouse to the top right hand corner, then the mouse would get a different view of the actual room that it's in. But remember, unless you take the mouse out of that room, the mouse only has the context of the room in which to place itself. So it uses the room as a compass point. Now, depending what you introduce into the little world of your mouse is entirely up to you. If you don't introduce it, the mouse will never know that the mouse is there. Now, I can almost hear a good proportion of you listening to my voice thinking, hold on, she's forgotten about consciousness. I haven't forgotten about consciousness and I will get to it in a moment. Now, this mouse is completely reliant upon its surroundings. Now, the mouse can be woken up to a certain point you could teach the mouse tricks. You could teach the mouse lots of little things. You could teach it to retrieve a ball. You could do any number of things that you want to this mouse. After all, you own the mouse. At some point, the mouse, if it is permitted to, may get out of its little house and it may venture to the room. Now, if you've locked the door and there's no way that the mouse can get out, the mouse will then perhaps run around to the rest of the room, but it will go back to its little house because that's where it feels safe. Now place a human in that room, a human in the house. But the thing that is controlling the the human is not another human. We can take this as far as you want to take it, but the mind starts getting involved. Now you may sit thinking that the difference between that mouse sitting in the little house in its room is that you're human and you are connected to human consciousness. So I put to you that human consciousness is just another version of the room in which you're sitting. Because in order to have a race that is connected and to influence an entire race of beings, it would take too long to go simply one-on-one. So you connect the human logical mind to a pool of frequency, which when you drop something into the pool, spreads across and around the entire race. You do it through the mind. The frequency that connects human consciousness is a frequency that is against wider creation and truth. Now, while many people will sit with the conspiracy series about mind control, they completely filter out the mind control that human consciousness is. Now, the reason and logic behind human consciousness, of course, is the monkey see, monkey do, that unless you see something and you have a reference point for it, then you can't possibly know what it is. You can go and talk about the Native American Indians that were unable to see the boats on the horizon because up until that point, they didn't know what boats were. And all of all of this is logic and reason. 
And all of it just fools you into thinking that we know more than we do. We can't move into an evolution process being harnessed by a frequency that interrupts the frequency waves of the human logical mind. We would just simply get the room, widen the walls, but it would still be a room. The walls themselves would prevent our evolution process from even beginning. We don't use our human logical mind because it came with a human vehicle. We are beyond our human logical mind. The human logical mind is a blindfold that is put upon the human physical vehicle itself. Our heart is a completely different matter. Our heart is a different set of frequencies and it is the way that spirit enters into the human physical vehicle. Now there are many, many false teachings that will seek to place visual evidence because what the eye sees, the eye will adapt to more strongly, shall we say. Never underestimate the power of the human logical mind in using the eyes. It could be subliminal, yes of course, and it will go in and it will trigger and then you'll be even more blind than you were before. So your spirit does not somehow hover across your body. The spirit does not leave this way either. There are many visual drawings of the spirit hovering exactly perpendicular to the human physical vehicle lying flat on the floor. It's a concept that because it's logical and reasonable, the human mind will accept with hardly any fuss whatsoever. But that's not how the human spirit or the the way that the spirit acts with the human physical vehicle, your spirit will enter and exit through your heart space and the heart space alone, because only your heart space is a portal. The human logical mind is a door. It's a door that's closed. It will never be opened and it doesn't matter how much you decalcify your pineal gland or all the other false teachings that go there. It's a dead end. The only portal that can work is through the heart space, which is why the dimensional space referenced as Earth is so harsh. If it can keep you from finding that little tiny spark of truth within your heart space, it's done its job. While it can get you to search endlessly and reference book after book, spend hours of your life traipsing Google or any other platform you want to use, and while it really triggers the mind to fill it with more and more and more and more knowledge, you're ignoring the divine spark of creation that sits within your heart space. You don't need a degree in philosophy to understand love. You don't need anything to understand love apart from opening your heart space and surrendering to that which flows through it. So the portal that we are using, the only portal that is available for human evolution, is the heart space. You don't need to meditate, you don't need to run 10 miles every morning, you don't even have to eat organic. But you do have to go into the divine spark of creation, which is waiting to ignite your heart space and truth. 
The connection out to wider creation is now opening for a good proportion of you listening to my voice and it is going to bring a huge wave of transition for you and it will trigger the fear that the human logical mind has that suddenly it's not in control. But the human logical mind was never in control. We've been controlled through it. We've been manipulated through it. We've tried to make sense of a chaos that just is through the human logical mind. But the answer, and the only answer, is the divine spark of creation that sits within your heart space. Now one of the questions that may form within you is, okay, so I can accept human physical form, I can accept spirit and truth, and I can accept that there are human physical vehicles walking in this dimensional space that do not have human souls within them. What about the divine spark of creation within the heart space of those human physical vehicles? Well, that is a very good question. Because only the spirit and truth from source can work with the divine spark of creation. You will find that a human physical vehicle that is operated by an entity that is of a lower dimensional frequency will seek out to harden the heart. It will corrupt the human physical vehicle. It will cause illness. It will cause debilitating disease because it needs to make sure that that divine spark of creation is never fully ablaze. And you can see this. You will have met human physical vehicles that almost defy the medical profession in that they linger. You may have met people when you you look at them and think, why, how are you even breathing? There is so much wrong with that human physical vehicle and yet you are still alive. That is a level of distortion and the level of illusion that we are working with within this dimensional space that's referenced as Earth. Those who are connected to Source will shine. Those who are connected to Source will have something about them. And yet we all exist within this dimensional space referenced as Earth. And we are subject to the vast human population who only look on the surface. Why does technology force us on a virtual platform? Because you cannot readily feel from looking. It tricks the human logical mind into thinking that you're feeling something that you're not touch, frequency, feeling. Which is why when we move this into the physical plane, then it's going to get very, very interesting in the outer waking world. Because while these beings that walk within the human physical vehicles have been able to move at a spiritual level, physically, it is very, very difficult for them. Because in order to walk in the physical plane where the human race actually exists, 
they will have to reveal themselves. So they will not be able to hide behind the spiritual teachings anymore. They will not be able to just start waffling about, well, you need to do this and you need to do that, blah, 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 blah. Because evolution is a physical practice. Evolution is a physical manifestation. Unless a frequency is there, it cannot materialise at all. So in order to affect the physical waking realm where the human race actually exists, there has to be a connection to source because only source and only wider creation and truth have the divine spark that ignites. Everything else is dead wood pretending it's not dead wood. And this is where we're moving to. And this is why you find so much opposition to the physical movement that is being made. Throughout the spiritual community, for want of a better word, you're going to find a backlash. You're going to find people who hold on to spiritual practices as if they are life rafts. Because moving it into the physical realm, physical every day, brushing your teeth, drinking coffee realm, is something that holds so much fear for them because they're going to have to reveal who they are in truth. Now there is a membrane that's currently in place that is preventing the reveal and this membrane will be removed. Now it's not removed by the old earth matrix, it is removed by wider creation and truth to start the evolution process. Now, if you want to put this in physical real terms to help you understand what I'm talking about, it is the tiny, tiny little membrane that keeps the shell from breaking fully if you were an egg. So you have spent time in this egg and you are beginning to form into, say, a chicken. So that chick can only survive so long before it needs to breathe different air, before it needs to be out with the confines of the egg. And there's a tiny, almost imperceivable membrane that keeps that shell intact. That's the membrane that wider creation and truth is going to start dissolving. The outer waking world is going to start getting particularly interesting. It's going to make no sense. It's going to start behaving in ways that the human race simply are not ready for. Which is why the preparations in phase one have taken so long. You need to be solid and standing on truth before you are moved into the realm in which you can birth through into the physical There is no point in getting out of the life raft if you are going to stand on mud and simply ooze all the way through it. When we are taken out of the boat that we're currently in, when we are sailing across the oceans of emotion, we will be standing on solid ground. We're not going to stand on sand, we're going to stand on the solidness of truth itself. 
already many of you can feel this. You can feel the shift and you can feel the dimensional shifts that are happening. Don't believe that you're in a boat with 7 billion other people because the 7 billion others are not all human and many of them will simply remain in the boat. Now your challenge in this human physical form is to have the courage to step out of the boat onto dry land because there are many around you at this time who will never be able to stand on dry land because their version of truth says that the dry land is something dangerous. Now I just want to state very, very clearly for the record that truth does not come in a variety of flavours. It's not like ice cream. It does not come in chocolate, vanilla and strawberry. Truth just is. There are no versions of truth. It just is. Those around you will attempt to persuade you to try a different flavour of ice cream. Knowing that the ice cream is the illusion is step one of your process. We were never meant to stay in the boats. We were always meant to stand on dry land because the dry land that we stand on, that solidness of truth, is where we build. It's where the human race begin to evolve from. The journey is only just beginning. In another podcast, I explained that we're on a bus journey and we've only turned a corner. The corner is now almost complete. So for further information that will help you understand context, will help you understand why you need to leave phase one behind and not try and take it through the portal into phase two, please visit the Releasing Eden website and read the background information. There is personal support that's available through myself that helps to clear the frequency and the fear that is inherent in the DNA, RNA structure of your human physical vehicle. We are now standing ready to move. And the question now is, are you ready?